Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What a wonderful ceremony yesterday. Yamir Yager's number 68 will be in the rafters forever at Penguins games. Penguins organization did a bang-up job with all that. And nobody's really debating, should Yager's jersey have been retired? Of course it should have. He's an all-time, a second all-time leading point getter in the history of the NHL. Was here for 11 years, won two championships, a whole bunch of scoring titles. He was deserving. But now we're parsing here. Who should be next? And I think we're all in agreement that the next jersey that should be retired in Pittsburgh sports is Bradshaw, right? Yes. Four championships, an MVP, Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, Bradshaw's jersey should be retired. And I didn't want to do this at the time because I didn't want to take away from Franco. And then Franco passed away. But I did think when they announced they were going to retire his jersey that they should have done Bradshaw's first. That's not to say that Franco wasn't deserving. Of course he was. Of course he is. But they should have done Bradshaw's too. And they should still do Bradshaw's number 12. No one should ever wear it. No one will ever wear it. But it should be up in the dam wherever they put it in, at, at Acrisure Stadium. It's not into the rafters, but you get what I'm saying. But now we're arguing about Bonds. Should they do Bonds? And we're all in agreement, yes. Should they do Leland? You and I say, yay. He managed for 22 seasons. Half of those seasons were in Pittsburgh. He's just inducted into the Hall of Fame in baseball in Cooperstown. So, yeah, he should have it retired. But Paul says no. He He's a Hall of Famer. And I wouldn't retire somebody. I think the retirement of numbers, by the way, this is a whole different story, should be different. I think it should be given to the captain. And uh, like if, if it were me or somebody was retiring my jersey, I want to see my number out there. Hmm. And I wanted to see the best player or the captain wear my number. Kind of like how they do in soccer with number yes. 10. Like yes. The best players always yes. wear number 10. Yes, or a p- best position like Cam Hayward can wear 75 or something like that. Dang. You know, something like, you know, uh, you know, or TJ Watt, 75, something like that. I want to see my number out there. And that's a way that you can get around uh, not having enough numbers or whatever. Okay, that's a different story. But miss me, and we're talking about Leland right here. He's a Hall of Famer. Half of his, well, majority of his career was, you know, a he part spent of his more career time was here. in Pittsburgh than anywhere else. Okay. He spent exactly half of his managerial time in the big leagues with the Pirates. I would not retire somebody's number or put them up in the rafters if they didn't give a rip about the organization anymore. Leland comes around. He was around last year. He'll come on the airways. He'll call up our station whenever Ron was like. He still cares about Pittsburgh. If they don't care about Pittsburgh, and they don't care about the Steelers, they don't care about the Pirates, they don't care about the Penguins. That I'm just not doing it. Well, in but that you case, still, you might have to say no to Bradshaw. Exactly. I'd have a long conversation about it. Like, how important is it to you? Is mm-hmm. it is it important? Because we're trying to honor you. We're trying to make something that maybe was wrong, and maybe there was two sides that didn't get along. We're trying to make it right. But if you're going to sit there and you're going to be petty and not accept what we're trying to give you, then we don't want you. But I I don't I I, I don't. Whenever people 
are in the Hall of Fame or up for Hall of Fames or their numbers retired, I hate the conversation. Oh, they weren't a good guy. Hmm. Like that shouldn't to me. Like that shouldn't matter. That should unless you obviously you know kill somebody or something. Something ridiculous. Well, so it should it should only matter like, to you then if it's carried over to the point where they don't want anything to do with the organization. Yes. Like case in point. So Tristan Jari's wearing thirty five. You know, Barrasso wore thirty five. You know, Barrasso based on what he accomplished here in Pittsburgh, and he just got into the Hockey Hall of Fame, if you were, you should retire Barrasso's number probably, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But would he want that? He didn't even show up for Yager yesterday. Who knows? He's been gruff, doesn't like to show up at these kinds of things. Would he want it? If he doesn't want it, I can agree that I probably would say, all right, forget about it. Yeah, I'm not going to just honor you if you don't want it. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and then the, so you're right. The same is true for Bradshaw. But I feel like it can almost be an olive branch kind of deal, too. Hey, Terry, we'd like to retire number 12. Can you come back and say some nice things? Can we put this thing to bed? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, you could you could use it as hey, the Terry, moment. You're, you're 70-some years old. Like, let, let, let's end this on the right way. And he hasn't been healthy. And the sad thing about Bradshaw is I would imagine that one day they're going to do it, but do you want to do it posthumously? That's all. I always hate when guys get into the Hall of Fame after they've passed. I hate that, I hate that, I hate that. Unless it's a special circumstance kind of deal, right? But you're either a Hall of Famer for me or you're not. And this is a different conversation because we're talking about your jersey being retired. But I would hate to see Bradshaw not get honored with something like that until he passed away. That would really, really suck. But if it was on him, then it, you know it is what it is. Right. I mean, they might reach out and say, hey, you want to do this? And he could say no. I don't know why he would say no. That's basically, that's basically like you're erasing your career. So we do we agree that Barrasso so forget about like whether or not these guys would want to do it. Barrasso's deserving. There's no doubt. I don't care how how bad of a guy he was. Like I said, as long as it's not like you know jail and legal stuff. If he was a, a bleep hole to other people, <laughs> I don't care. the The way he played on the ice in the championships he won. If it's about how you played for me, that's it's about how you played for me. Other than that, he should be in. No four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. How about Mark Andre Fleury? Because when you're talking about cracking into the Penguins, right, who have their jerseys retired, we're talking about Michelle Briere, who that's one of those special circumstances posthumously. We're talking about Lemieux, who here we think he's the best player ever, but around the sport, number two. And you're talking about Yager, who's second all time in points. That's a that's a tough pantheon to get yourself into. But I think if you have Barrasso, I think you probably got to do Flurry too. And Flurry is the op- the opposite of Barrasso. He's the antithesis mm-hmm. of all things Barrasso because he actually became more beloved when he left because he's such a freaking great guy. But you don't win three championships without Mark Andre Flurry and his save on Lindstrom in 09, obviously. In 16 and 17, I understand he's not the guy lifting the cup up because that's Matt Murray, but they don't get to either one of those championships without that guy. The regular season where he was phenomenal in 16, and then they don't beat the Washington Capitals. They might not even beat the Blue Jackets in 17 in round one if Marc-Andre Fleury wasn't standing on his head. All right, let's open up the phones. 412-928-9370. Where the hell did Paul go? I don't know. We started this segment, and then he left. Yeah, he put, his, he put a finger up. Was like, <laughs> and he starts, he starts getting like, oh, no, and then walked out. And then he left. I'm concerned about him. Yeah, this, was, this is supposed to be his segment. He's supposed to crush Leland right now. Right. Hit us up on Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And you can text us, 412-928-9370. Text line brought to you by Edgar Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. I think I just figured it out, by the way. As I did my reads, I get to the next one, New Flow Men's Health for Paul. 
I wonder if he looked down. He doesn't even have a sheet. I was thinking. Maybe, he, he's, maybe he's having some new flow issues right now. He might be. He's got a bad prostate. He need to go out there and take a leak. Yeah. Let's go to Rob in Chicago. What's up, Rob? Good morning. Bradley, good morning, my friend. Uh, you got me going in a hundred different directions with this topic. I've thought of so and many we kinda, things. And we kind of you know, are here, mm-hmm. so bear with us, Rob. Appreciate well, it. Hey, I, I'm just starting off Monday. I'm happy the Penguins actually won a game in Chicago. I'm so tired of getting beat <laughs> up by Hawks fans every every time they lose in Chicago, which is frequently. Uh, Flower, yeah, I put his name in that. He's in the rafters. Bradshaw, yes. Bradshaw's warming up, and he's getting over that bad feelings. Um, what about Dave Parker? You know, talk about someone who might not be around a whole lot longer. He's battling Parkinson's disease. You know, you don't know how much longer. He's well, so got. here's the here's the um, interesting thing there, Rob. Because Bonds. Well, one second, Bonds, one second, no. Rob. We'll get there. We'll get there. Because because here's the deal. There are guys like Leland. Our argument for Leland Dornemy is my man's in the Hall of Fame and he spent half his career in Pittsburgh. And you already put Billy yeah. Meyer in, who sucks. So you might as well put Leland in. Dave Parker would be kind of the opposite of that. Dave Parker would be, they ain't putting 39 in the Hall of Fame, so you'd want to do it here so that you could honor him, if that makes sense. Park, Park, Parker will always be known for his best days as a pirate. Is where Barry Bonds, the, the city of Pittsburgh is a flea on an elephant's ass compared to that guy. He could care less about Pittsburgh. Like what Doran said, he could care less. In the fame that he did achieve, he achieved it with roids. He was a colossal Richard to everybody. No, no to Bonds. We can do better. Thank Move you, on. Rob. It's a good call. It was a very good call. Dave Parker, yeah. But, but Barry Bonds was an he was a Hall of Famer before the Roids. So what is this guy talking about? That's that's the only thing that bothers me about the whole well, he was nobody until the Roids hit. Well, he's two time MVP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah, a yeah, Hall right. of Famer. He was the base best player in baseball before the Roids. The only reason he took the Roids is because he saw that Sammy Sosa and McGuire you know, we're hitting home runs at a ridiculous rate, and he said, well, this is how a game is played. I would have done it, too, if I were him. I don't think I've ever said that before. I would have done it, too. When you're talking about you are the best player in baseball, and then those guys are putting needles in their backside, and they're hitting 60 bombs, and I know that naturally I'm a better player than those guys, and Mark McGuire, get the hell out of here, I think I would have done the would same you, thing. Would you have done it if you knew that it would have kept you out of discussions like this? Even though that you hit all the records and you did everything you did, you were a fantastic player while you're on it. But if you knew at the end of the day that it would keep you out of Hall of Fame, to keep you out of discussions like this, if I w- if I would know that I would be the all time home I, run king, then I would say I, I, I'd be fine I, with I, it. Who cares about Hall of Fames? All time home run king can't take that from me. Here, here's what I'm going to tell you: the roids are an excuse for baseball writers to keep Barry Bonds out of the Hall of Fame, and if. Bonds wasn't mixed up in the Roids thing. I guarantee you all those other guys would be in the Hall of Fame. Bonds was that big of a jerk. Media guys hated him. They hated the way that they treated people. They hated the way he treated them, right? And they hated him. So, because look at the number of uh, derelicts of society that they put in the Hall of Fame over the course of time. Ty Cobb being not, the most famous not, one. Not to mention the fact that most of the guys that are part of the Baseball Writers Association, right, in, in, in 98 or 99 and all those years when, when after the strike when baseball was really hurting for fans and all of a sudden the home run chase comes and now we're waxing poetic and stadiums are full and baseball is back, all of these same writers were writing about how great it was for the game of baseball, the home run chase. Meanwhile, 
anybody with a brain could look at these guys and say, well, they got forearms like Popeye. <laughs> Something is going on here. But here's the thing. Everybody was doing it. Middle infielders, relievers, starters. Everybody was doing it. So, to me, either you – if you really want to show me that you, you really cared that much about steroids, everybody from about, say, 92 until, what, 2005 or six, no one had played one single game in any of that time period should be allowed in the Hall of Fame. Because, you know, we hear, well, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. Well, Ken Griffey Jr. was a great guy, and everybody loved him and his dad and all that. I'm not saying he used roids, but anybody that played in that era, you have to wonder. Yeah. So – if they all did it, Barnes was by far the best of them all before the roids. And then when they all got on roids, he was even that much better. These guys are all frauds. All those writers are frauds. Go ahead. 412-928-9370. The next Pittsburgh athlete or manager that should have their number retired. 412-928-9370. We're all in agreement on Barnes. We are not in agreement on Leland. Zeiss says no. Dorn and I say yes. Where do you come down on that? How about Barrasso? How about Marc-Andre Fleury? Obviously, Crosby and Malkin will have their numbers retired one day. Should Andrew McCutcheon, 412-928-9370. The Fan Morning Show brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's a text at 412-928-9370. We're talking about which players deserve their numbers to be retired. All across Pittsburgh sports. Adam, you and I are about the same age. I was there yesterday. My earliest memories involved me watching Penguins hockey. 
And at the core of those memories are Yager. You know why yesterday was so special? Because it doesn't happen often. This argument is bad. Bradshaw, sure, but Leland, not even close. So I think we just have a, a difference of opinion on what what is deserving, like what is a special career. And if Leland's in the Hall of Fame, if if the baseball writers have deemed him good enough to be in the most hollowed museum of all things ball, then why wouldn't the Pirates retire? Especially when they've already handed it out to Billy Meyer. That's all I'm saying. And if you're not gonna if you're not gonna do it for Leland, then take Billy Meyer's number down. Mm-hmm. How about that? Didn't we did we establish that they haven't retired Chuck Tanner? Yeah, they haven't. Okay. Well, what about him? Deserving? Um, he wanted. A, he at least won a World Series. So would you do it? Let me look. I'm looking at his record right now. All right. So while with you- with the Pirates, Jim Leland, I'm sorry, Chuck Tanner had a winning record, and he won a World Series. So he should get it before before Leland. Why wouldn't you? I mean, if that I can get behind that, I can get behind that. It, it, he should get it before Leland, if you ask me, because he won a World Series. Yeah, I can agree with that. But I still think Leland deserves to have his up there. And I've seen, by the way, Leland wore 10 and wore 14 with the Pirates. So pick one and put it up. I was trying to see how much. They do it. You go to baseball reference, and they'll tell you how long they wore, what number, and blah. I couldn't find it for managers. We used to call him Jimmy Lungdart. But he, you know, he, you know what I mean? Because that was part of the charm of him. Like we talked about Yarger. The fact that he, like, he'd be smoking smoking cigarettes in in the dugout hoping nobody's seeing it, you know. (laughs) Um, I just think this probably makes me old man yelling at clouds. But I feel like we. We want to retire too many numbers and put too many people in the Hall of Fame. Well, and so the Steelers, they're very, very selective. They should be. And the Penguins are very, very selective. So here's another text. You can't just retire great players or Hall of Famers. That is reserved for the most hallowed of players, and that's not Malkin. That's not Latang. That's Crosby, maybe Flurry too. I don't know how in the world you can't retire Malkin's. Jersey. How can you just? How can you not retire Hall of Famers? They're like you just said. They're the ultimate best in the whole entire sport. Yeah, if Latang plays his entire career as a Penguin and gets into the Hall of Fame, I don't know how you don't put fifty. Great. And and Malkin, even if he retires someplace else, is, he won a Conn Smythe. You know, he's I, an all time great. I think, I think from but it, but but that I'm closer to what that guy says. Than this thing where just because you're in the Hall of Fame, we've got to put your. I understand your viewpoint. I think that guy's missing. If you're not, if you're not including Malkin, I think you could have an argument about Latang. I don't think you can have an argument about Mark Andre Fleury. I think Mark Andre Fleury absolutely should have 29 retired. He's got the second most wins I mean, of a goaltender of all time and was part of three Cup teams. What I mean, are we doing? There? I mean, I don't have a problem with Hall of Honor type stuff. Like for if the Pirates had a Hall of Honor. Now they okay. do. Now they do. Okay, all right. Okay, we can put Leland there. But retiring but not his, number? his number. I can't get there with that. You just, I just can't get behind the logic that you wouldn't retire a Hall of Famer. Okay. With your, with, with your club. So should Dermonte Dawson's number be retired? Because he's a Hall of Famer. I think you have uh, a lot of people you'd want to get to first, but eventually, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you look at the Hall of Famer, if, if Manica, are we putting him in the Hall of Famer? The Yankees or, retired everybody's number. Everybody's number. So the Steelers, they could do the same thing. I'd I'm have no saying, problem with it. Bullet Bill Dudley, are we going to put his number up? Because he's on the, in the Hall of Fame. Well, what about John Henry Johnson? Are we going to put his number up? That's what I'm saying. Like just because I, did, I just can't see how you can ha- achieve the highest honor in sports and not have your respective club not honor mm-hmm. you with the highest honor. Because can't, I, can't see I, it. I think it doesn't make sense. I think because I think the high, the, 
the, I think that should be reserved for the elite. What about Kutch? What should be reserved for the elite elite? Retiring your number. The Not being elite. in the Hall of Fame? The Hall of Fame is, is one. The, the, I think retiring your number is even one level above Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, really? Yes. All right. Well, that, there's a new Twitter poll. What's a bigger honor, Hall of Fame or getting your jersey retired? Getting your jersey retired means you are one of the absolute best of the best of the best. Of your team. Of all time. See, that's how I always viewed the Hall of Fame. So did I. Like, if you make it to the Hall of Fame, to because me, that was always the ultimate if gonna, honor. If you're, gonna, if you're going to put someone, you're going to retire somebody's number, okay, they're probably a Hall of Famer. So we're talking about you're the best of the best. There's just levels to it. I mean, there's great, great players, and then there's Michael Jordan. There's, you know, Sidney Crosby. There's whatever. Those Elite, elite. That's whose numbers we should be retiring. So you would not retire McCutcheon's jersey? No. I wouldn't. See, I think you have to factor in what you mean. What you mean to the team? I get it. I understand. Listen, I'm not disputing what they do. I'm telling you, if I was the king of the world, <laughs> it would be reserved for the elite of the elite. You want to tell me you're going to put Michael Jordan's jersey up? That's okay, good. You tell me you put Terry Bradshaw's jersey, one of only three. What about Super- Scottie Pippen? Yeah. Okay. I would put I would put Pippins because I think I think Scottie Pippen is one of the probably fifteen best players of all time. I know people. Don't would you know. retire Malkin? Yes. Flurry. Oh man. I'd struggle with that one. Man. I'd struggle with that one. I would. I mean, I think he just did win a cup. Two, but, three. But, I, but but yes, he won. He won the one. No, I mean he won the one, and the other one he had. He split it with Matt Murray. Well, the other two he split with the Murray, two, yeah. but they don't get there without him. Either one of those. I they don't. don't. But, I, I I mean, again, I'm not taking away from Flurry, but, again, we're getting into, yeah, he was really great, and he's a Hall of Famer, but is he an elite of the elite? He's second all-time in wins. In the Penguins? I think he's got to be up there. Just like Yager, even though he accrued so many of his statistics away from Pittsburgh, 14 years, in fact, he's number two all-time. I think you, they made the right call with the him. Penguins, I think they'd be listen, silly not to do the Flurry. Penguin, the Penguins' numbers that should be retired. Yager, Lemieux. I agree with him about Barrasso. Crosby, obviously. Malkin. Probably Latang. But you're not there on Flurry. I don't know. I got to think about it. Mm-hmm. Because to me, again, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. But to me, again, when we're going to retire numbers, it's a different level for me than we're just going to put you in the Hall of Fame huh. or the Hall of Honor. Even you know, if we have a, that's why I like Hall of Honors. Hall of Honors, I don't it's care. A step below. It's a little step below. We're reserving this for the, the you know the face, the best of the best in my mind. Big Ben. Not before Bradshaw. Not before. Definitely not before not Bradshaw. Before Bradshaw, you know. Paul Amalu, same kind of deal. The Steelers, here's the problem with them. Right. Like, There's too many. Like, T.J. Watt's going to have 8 million sacks before the end of his career. Probably not going to win anything. Right. And, like, that, that's a guy who will go down all time as one of the best defensive players maybe ever. Really. It might be the best. We talked about this before. Might actually, when it's all said and done, be the best Steelers defensive individual player of all time. But you can't retire that number before you retire. They, they've got a logjam problem. They right. do. Because I not every team has that. Correct, correct, and that's why I actually view the Pirates Hall of Honor different than these other two. Yep. Because in the last forty years, they've had such little 
they've had such little success. Right. Like I would put in McCutcheon. I would definitely put in Barnes. I would put in Jim Leland. Well, let's let's put a pin in this conversation. We'll come back to it later on in the show. 412-928-9370. Coming up next. Uh-oh. Their internal division with the Pittsburgh Steelers as it relates to the quarterback position. Well, one Steelers insider says yes, and then a crazy soundbite from a current Pittsburgh Steeler that kind of backs that up. We'll do that when we return. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. To understand if you are coming into this situation that Kenny Pickett is the guy. It's going to be a competition. We know that much. I, I, we know that much. I agree that it will be a competition. It's going to be a competition. If there's going to... I'm still in the league. I don't want to say nothing. I, don't, I shouldn't be. So, if there is a competition... Let the best man win? What you about to say? No, I ain't, I ain't going to say what I want to say, man. Oh, what you want to say? I'll let you say it. You know what I want to say. I don't know what you want to say. You just told me not to assume. That's why I ask questions. Yeah. I ain't going to say what I want to say. I ain't going to do it. A little Abbott and Costello act there from Brian McFadden and Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson, a really awkward answer there when talking about the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh next year. There's going to be a competition, and then he just cuts himself off. Now, I'm just assuming that what he wanted to say was, why should there be a competition we know that we can win games with Mason Rudolph. That's what I thought he wanted to say and didn't. Now, could I be wrong on that? It's just an educated guess. Maybe I am projecting some of my own sensibilities onto that discussion. Either way there, though, I think it's clear, right, that Patrick Peterson is implying that there should be a favorite for the job. Basically, what he was saying was like, all right, let's use our own eyes. Look what we did down the stretch with one guy and look what we did during the season with another guy. So you can put two and two together. Mm -hmm. And if there's a competition that there should be one guy that should win that competition and that one guy that we all feel should win that competition if he plays the way that he did in the last three games, four games. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I took from and, that, too. And, and it's all the more reason why I still believe that Mason Rudolph will not be here. And that's they don't want. I don't think they want that. And they know that that's the thing. If you bring in uh, Ryan Tannehill, you bring in Ryan Tannehill. Okay. So now you got a guy from the outside who doesn't have half the locker room in his corner, who's not very well known. He comes in. You can have Kenny Pickett. Give him every opportunity to win the job. Right? Then he wins the job, has a couple, you know, a bad game or whatever. You don't have half the locker room going to the coach or whatever. Hey, we need to make a change to the other guy because we know what he can do. So I just don't think they want to do that. And, and here's the other thing, Doran, 
You were in the locker rooms before. You've been on the fields before. If there's a situation like that, you can't fake it in like mini camp or training camp. If if the players, you guys know who's playing better, right? right away. You guys know who's who's doing better and who should be playing right away. And so the guys that are Mason Rudolph guys, they're in training camp saying, "Well, we're not well, we're not playing the best guy." I don't. I I I fully one hundred percent believe that Mason Rudolph will not be here. For this exact reason we're talking about with this interview with Patrick Peterson and what we've heard other guys say. Do you think that Pat, do you think that Mason Rudolph wants to be here though? Because I'm I, at first I'm like, why would he want to come back? He's going to get fed something that is not even going to pan out to be true. Just like last time, the whole quarterback competition, he probably sees himself as a starter. But now I'm leaning towards the fact like he's going to make a lot more money. He's going to be the backup. Kenny's injury prone. If there's an actual competition, he can go out there and play better. Uh, if Kenny does go out there and doesn't play good in the first two games, I'm going to get an opportunity again. I'm kind of leaning towards the fact, like, if I was Mason Rudolph and I was going to get paid a lot more, maybe like three, four, five million dollars more than I am now, this is not a bad situation to be in. Well, if and if you take it from the framework of, you know, I was maybe not going to be in the league, I, I think we're looking at it, some of us are looking at it as, okay, what if he goes out there on the open market and is he going to be uh, somewhat of a commodity? Like, our team's going to want him to be the backup quarterback, and is that what he wants? Or maybe he feels like he get more of a fair shake elsewhere and trying to get into his mind. But also, you got to think about the guy thought he, he was probably going to be out of football, was going to be in the finance world. He said that in a press conference after they beat, after he beat and they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe it's good enough for him to get paid and stay here. I, I don't know the answer to that. But what I do know is, I agree with Paul that you can't, if you want Kenny Pickett to win the job, you can't bring Mason Rudolph back. And I'll take it one further. If you've always wanted next year to be a prove-it year for Kenny Pickett, the second he got healthy, they should have put Mason Rudolph back on the bench this year. Get it out of the way, right? Get it out of the way. There was the whole depth jart gate that we had at the end of the season. Uh. If they were always going to try to shoehorn Kenny in as the guy in year three, that's next year, then the second he got healthy, they should have just put Mason on the bench because you ran the risk of this schism then developing. See, if I were Mike Tomlin, if I were the head coach of the Steelers, or Omar Khan, or Andy Weidel, or Art, I would want this situation. Because, yeah, I'm going to go say, Kenny is the guy, and I'm going to put that publicly. Kenny's our guy. We drafted him. We want to give him every opportunity to be the guy. But... If he's not the guy, I'll find out quick because there'll be a guy that's better than him and we'll be in a better situation. We'll be in a better situation as a team. Like He'll be the guy to start, and it's up to him to, 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 to keep it. And I'm, we're challenging him right now. This is NFL football. Like You're getting challenged every well, single then it, day. Then it had better be a real competition then. I think that I would make it an absolute 110% real yeah. competition and let it play out. Do you think it's going to be a real competition? I think this time around, if, if, if they do re-sign Mason – and they tell him it's a competition, I think that you're doing your team a disservice by not making it a competition and having the best yeah, guy win what the if, job. It can't be Kenny you, 1A. It's got to be they're both 50-50 shot. Yep. But, but the thing about it is it's going to be Kenny 1A. It's going to be Kenny is the guy. They might say we're going to make it a real competition. And maybe they'll even you know, split reps and do all that stuff and say, but it's not going to be a well, what Doris it's not going to be a real competition. It's got to be. It's got to be. You can't. You can't bring Mason Rudolph back. Is there anything they've said or done that makes you think they're going to have a real competition? Kenny's the guy now. Right. No. Now. Right now. Kenny is the guy right now. Not in September. 
They didn't say Kenny's the guy to start the season. He's going to be our starting quarterback for the whole season. Right, but if, if if they're going to set it up so that you want him to be your guy, it's going to be really hard. Is OTAs, mini camp, training camp, where they don't hit, they don't tackle, they don't. It's going to be really hard for him to lose his job. And we saw last summer how meaningless having a few good drives in, you know, training camp well, games are. You know, Paul, what I, mean? I mean, you make a great <laughs> point there. Like, even if Kenny were to come out and destroy preseason. And, and have a perfect passer rating like he did last year. Is that going to be enough to convince guys on the roster, oh, we got it in Kenny, or are they going to go, no, nah, we, we saw that last year, then he wasn't very good in the regular season. They'd have to take the regular season. They'd have to take a couple games. See, that's that's now we're getting into a position where you would have seated him the job then, you know what I mean? Like, if you have to wait for the regular season, someone's got to start that game, the first game. And if you can't, take what happens in training camp or OTAs or mini camp or the preseason as gospel for who wins the job, then it would have to be Kenny going into week one in their minds. I just don't think you can have both guys. And here's the Dulac report, by the way. Quote, the Steelers are not interested in bringing in a quarterback who wants to be a starter. That would include Justin Fields and Kirk Cousins and probably even Russell Wilson, who has a connection with the Steelers. They're committed to giving Pickett a third season to see if he's the guy to do more than just win a playoff game, something they haven't done in a franchise record seven years. This is All this, all this tells me is they're going to draft a quarterback. Maybe not in the first round, but in the second round. They're going to draft a backup quarterback. I agree if you, with that. If the best situation, if, if we're talking through this, and you guys agree that they shouldn't bring Mason back because it's going to cause feud in the locker room with Kenny. What won't cause feud is another young guy in there competing with Kenny. If they do not want to augment the roster, if they don't want to add somebody in to the quarterback room from outside the roster that has NFL experience, then yeah, you'd have to draft a guy. I would also say, okay. Couldn't th- they do both? Yes. I, that, I'm, I'm telling you, that is the probably – and obviously I'm not like these guys who make a living that are over there all the time. And But that, to me, if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly, it's going to be they're going to sign a Tannehill type to be a backup, and they're going to draft a guy to be their third-string guy. Yep. I think that way, if I if there was like, you know, we were putting odds on this and you're going to bet, are you going to bet, are they going to go get the Justin Fields type to be the starter? Are they going to uh, bring Mason Rudolph back? Are they going to go get a veteran backup and Rudolph leaves and then draft a guy? I honestly bet on the third. They're going to draft a guy. I wonder and and sign up back sign a backup. How much does it upset the locker room dynamic if Mason just isn't back? Even if they do decide, okay, we're going with Kenny and Ryan Tannehill will be the quote unquote competition. That's not competition. I think you'll still have guys in that locker room who are, who are pissed off because. They saw what it looked like without Kenny. Well, they would they would understand that Mason took a better opportunity for more money because that's the only way that I think that he wouldn't come back. They would have to position it that way. Yeah, like they would have to say, "Oh, well, we tried to get Mason, right?" But if it looks like they didn't try to get Mason, you might have similar problems as if you had both of those guys competing for the starting job. Let's stay here when we come back. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Jerry Dulac saying, "Nah, Steelers aren't going out and getting a starter." It's going to be Kenny Pickett, maybe Mason Rudolph. How do you feel about that? 
412-928-9370. Larry Richard, once again, hosting the Feed the Need variety show to raise funds for our Giant Eagle Feed the Need Radiothon. That's March 1st at Oaks Theater in Oakmont at 7.30 p.m. Performances from Kiki, The Fan Zone, Joe Starkey, oh my God, Alista, and Bubba. Tickets available now at 937thefan.com with all the proceeds going to the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. 50-minute mark on the fan, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram, Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. It is the first day, first team workout of spring training. Neil Walker, our buddy. He's back. He's going to join us at 820 on the Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh Trusted Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Provider for over 50 years. Right now, though, we're talking about the Dulac report from this weekend saying that the Steelers aren't going to explore bringing in any outside potential starters at the quarterback position, that it's going to be Kenny Pickett, maybe Mason Rudolph. How does that land on you, Pittsburgh? 412-928-9370. Let's go to Dave. What's up, Dave? Hey, guys, I read that interview a little bit different. I thought he didn't want to say, it doesn't matter who it is, Kenny's getting the job, might as well not have the conference. Yeah, I think, I think that, that was That's, pretty much it, Dave. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that he, he knows whether Rudolph's brought in his competition or not. You know, if Rudolph's brought in and loses a quote-unquote competition, it sounds like to me Patrick Peterson would be mad. If they don't bring Rudolph back, it sounds to me like Patrick Peterson and those in the locker room would be upset by like that. we know who the guy's gonna who the guy should be but not and we also know who the guy's gonna be I mean I'd be pissed off man and look they won games with Kenny like there there's no denying the fact that they they won games with Kenny he's 14 and 10 as a starter but they saw what it looked like with Mason and if I'm cam Hayward I how could I be okay with the Steelers not bringing Rudolph back or how could I be okay with them just ceding the job to Kenny Pickett when I'm going to now go my entire career without winning anything meaningfully? If I'm T.J. Watt, I'd feel the same way. You know, I think whichever way this all goes down, if Mason's back, you're going to have infighting. If Mason's not back, you're going to have maybe for the first time a lot of this locker room not trusting the judgment of Mike Tomlin. I don't know how they could trust the judgment of Mike Tomlin. If the guy that helped them get to the playoffs is not back or does not get to win the job, you can't fool these guys. They're seeing it every day. They experience that. That's, that's the biggest thing. To me, as I said to Doran, guys in the locker room know who's supposed to be playing. They can say whatever they want to say, but they know who's supposed to be playing. And so, I just, again, I, I keep going back to, I think the Steelers are smart enough to know that that is probably going to be a problem. And they just, they're going to let, you know, they'll let Mason Rudolph walk. They'll offer him a contract. Or at least they'll tell us they've offered him a contract. But I think deep down they're they're hoping he leaves. Because it, it solves a problem for them. It solves the exact problem we're talking about. We wouldn't be talking about if 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 he was, you know, if it was Ryan Tannehill was you know, let's move a month and a half from now. If it was Ryan Tannehill was here and Rudolph wasn't, I don't know that we would be talking about it as a problem because I don't think anyone had lost. Well, the, the the problem will be that they're just going to try the Kenny thing again. Right. Would be the problem. I think there would be a problem with Tannehill, too, because he's probably going to run the offense better than Kenny. If Kenny moved from the jump. You just hit us with a Kenny. 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 <laughs> he is. He. Doran, you are 100% right about hey, that. I mean, let's not let's not roll that out. The, the thing you can do. He's going to look great. The thing you can do with Tannehill, though, is just. You don't tell give, him. You don't give him a lot of. Well, <laughs> you, you would tell him, yes, good point. And then you would also not give him a ton of reps, right? He could be the guy. Put his shoulder over Kenny. Kenny, here's what I'm looking for on blitz zone read seven four whatever. 
That probably didn't sound like a play at all, Dorn. Uh, Spider two wide banana. We're gonna we're gonna do that. And here's what you're supposed to do in this offense. Here's the read. Blah blah blah. Right. But you're not going to have him split the first-team reps. Yeah, you're not going to have him split the first-team reps, but that second team usually runs what the first team does, and if Kenny goes out there and runs Spire 2 wide banana, it doesn't look good, and Tannehill goes in with the second team, it looks great. Mm-hmm. That's the situation. But at least there's not the preconceived right. notion, oh, we've got our guy in Mason we know is better, right? He would at least have to go out there and show it. I think it's going to be a problem either way. Yeah. Like, if Kenny's the starting quarterback next year, you're going to have guys that it's going to take – he's going to have to re-earn their trust back. Like, Deontay Johnson already said he wants it to be Mason Rudolph. This is a mess whether they bring Mason Rudolph back or not. All right, coming up next, we'll turn the page, albeit briefly, to the Pirates. It is the first workout now, full squad workout for the Pirates today. It looked like there was going to be someone joining them. But is that guy now not joining them? We'll get to that coming up next. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, high 41. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 